What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Sign up for your TomCast now. Do it for yourself or you can do it for a friend. Go to TomHartman.com to see just how easy it is. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Iran sanctions, the border crisis. I'm Ann Cates. Iran has been hit with more economic penalties. With a few strokes of a thick marker, the president signed an executive order targeting Iran's supreme leader and other top officials with new economic sanctions. This follows the downing of a U.S. drone and attacks on oil tankers. These measures represent a strong and proportionate response to Iran's increasingly provocative actions. Asked if the new sanctions were in response to the downing of the drone, the president said they were going to happen anyway, adding that the U.S. has shown a lot of restraint. Jerry Bodlander, Washington. Capitol Hill lawmakers are working to resolve their differences on a measure to send an additional $4.6 billion in aid to address the migrant crisis. Correspondent Manu Raju. The president has demanded changes to the asylum laws that essentially curb the amount of migrants coming into this country, but the House and the Senate are nowhere near consensus on that key topic. The Democrats and the Republicans on the Senate side have not reached any sort of accord with the Democrats on the Senate, and much less the Democratic-controlled House. The U.S. Supreme Court has handed a victory today to a Los Angeles-area clothing company, a decision that some say is a defeat for decency. The ruling allows the company, spelled F-U-C-T, to register that name as a trademark. The ruling strikes down a century-old provision that prohibited trademark registrations of, quote, immoral or scandalous names, end quote. The Trump administration had defended the provision, saying it encouraged trademarks appropriate for all audiences. But the high court ruled the immoral or scandalous bar was overbroad. Some say that bar is now too low, especially when kids want to wear brands to school or anywhere. Jim Roop, Los Angeles. A quiet day of mixed trading on Wall Street. The Dow Jones Industrial Average advanced by eight points. The S&P 500 down five. The Nasdaq off 26. I'm Ann Cates. Shocking new numbers when it comes to sexually transmitted diseases. More than one million new cases of four common strands of STDs are contracted every day across the globe. That's according to a report by the World Health Organization. The four diseases responsible for those new infections are chlamydia, gonorrhea, trichomonasis or trike, and syphilis. In fact, one in every 25 people worldwide has at least one of these diseases. In all, the report found more than 376 million new cases of STDs are diagnosed each year, and it's important to distinguish between the number of cases versus the number of people. 
A single person can be infected with more than one type of STD and can also be reinfected with certain ones within a 12-month period. A person's best defense against most of these diseases is to practice safe sex and get tested regularly. Some strands can also be passed from mother to child during childbirth. Experts agree more resources and attention need to be not only on prevention, but diagnosis and treatment. For today's Health Minute, I'm Meredith Wood. Wall Street bankers have such fun. I don't mean merely at their year-end bonus bashes, when each one rakes in more dollar bills than a tall tree has leaves, but year-round. For example, one group of scamps are paid to invent crazy investment packages that go bang after unsuspecting suckers, otherwise known as customers, buy them. Called CDOs, Collateralized Debt Obligations, such packages were the nuclear whoopee cushions that in 2007 crashed the housing market and our entire economy. Yet not a single one of these financial rascals was held accountable by federal authorities. So we commoners have not even been told about the details of the destructive inside jokes they were playing on us. However, a lawsuit filed against Morgan Stanley by a Taiwanese bank has now laid bare one of these prank investment packages titled Stack. This $500 million CDO was literally stacked against those who bought it including the Taiwan Bank, because Morgan's fun-loving packagers deliberately filled it with bad housing loans. Here's the punchline. Morgan Stanley secretly put down a $170 million bet that the load of investment garbage it put in stack would cause the CDO to fail, which it did. In short, these Wall Street jesters created stack so Morgan Stanley could bet against it and cash in, even as the bank peddled it around the world as a safe and sound investment. The lawsuit unleashed an especially fun set of exchanges among the bankers over what to name their mischievous CDO. Hitman suggested one, Nuclear Holocaust offered another, but the most telling title idea was a bag of excrement. This is Jim Hightower saying, of course, they are the real bags of excrement. Yet by refusing to prosecute them, the government has winked at their hilarity, allowing them to keep doing their slapstick CDO routines. To get more of Jim Hightower's populist take on what Wall Street and Washington are up to, visit www.hightowerlowdown.org. K-C-A-A The views of the following show are not necessarily the views of broadcast management or its owner, Fred Lundgren. But then again, the views of broadcast management are, um... Well, different. And now it's time for On the Mark Live with host Mark Westwood. Finally, a show about KCAA. Hot topics, a little locomotion, current events, news, laugh, reviews, and a little irreverence. And you. And now, ladies and gentlemen, three, two, one, Mark. And welcome to Politics on the Mark. I'm Mark Westwood, your host for today. And uh, just enjoying being back on the air. And getting back into the swing of things. Uh, thank you very much for that great music there. Uh, and as we fade the music down, yeah, I am uh, very grateful. We're going to have a, a good guest here in just a moment. Uh, in the second part of our show, we are going to review <coughs> Mr. Trump's uh, campaign kickoff speech uh, at the second part of our show. Uh, and debunk some of it and talk about it. And talk about a database that has been created with no less than 10,000. 
thousand Trump, mm, let's say, misnomers, facts uh, that are not quite true, lies. Uh, there's actually a, a thing like that called a ten thousand. Trump lie database that they use to debunk uh, Trump and his various speeches and things like that. We're going to go over some of that, not all the 10,000, but just the fact that there's a 10,000 entry database about the president. Uh, it just calls to mind, does, does he ever tell the truth? And uh, we're going to talk about that the second part of the show. But first of all, <clears throat> we're going to introduce a guest here that we have that I'm grateful to have. Uh, her name is Joy Silver. And Joy... Uh, and I share something. We both ran for state senate uh, back in the day, and neither one of us won. We were both in Republican districts, very hard, but she got closer than I did. Uh, she got within about 10,000 votes of Jeff Stone out in Riverside County, and uh, she is an activist like I am. She is an activist in Riverside County on the Riverside County Democratic Central Committee. So uh, with no further ado, I would like to introduce uh, Joy. Uh, how are you doing, Joy? Well, thanks so much, Mark, and thanks for having me today. And I like the way you did the intro. Activists, advocates, and then you turn around and you run. You just stand up for America. That's so right. really grateful to be on your show today. Well, thank you, Joy. And uh, you know, I'm going to be a little redundant. You might laugh at this question because it's coming from me. But, you know, sometimes I ask questions for our listeners rather than, than I know. And, of course, you know I know this question, but I'm going to have you answer it. I say, Riverside Central Committee, and somebody goes, what is that? So can you explain just a little bit of what a central committee is to our listeners? Oh, absolutely. Well, a central committee is um, kind of a conglomerate, kind of the, um, over, uh, the organizing entity that organizes all of the 23 Democratic clubs in Riverside County. And so all together they make up that entity. And that's kind of what I'm here to talk about with you today, actually. Yeah, and, and I'm uh, the counterpoint on that in the San Bernardino Democratic Central Committee. I'm, you know, just, just uh, as a disclaimer, folks, I'm the, the vice chair of that committee. And do you hold an office in Riverside Central Committee? Well, I do. As the ex officio, I'm, I'm not actually an officer, oh, okay. but I am, I am represented by that Riverside County Central Committee because I ran for office like yourself, Mark. Right, and, and of course... Um, uh, also, a central committee is like the arm of the California Democratic Party uh, in the area or in the region, and uh, they represent uh, clubs like uh, we do. We, by, by the way, have exactly the same number of clubs, 23 clubs in San Bernardino County. Uh, those are made up of Democrats, citizens who may not necessarily be delegates. They may not actually pay dues to the Democratic Party, but they are Democrats, and they organize, and they try to support candidates. And that's the very, very important part about what a central committee does. And a lot of the members on a central committee are elected either off the ballot, and those are those six people you pick, uh, you know, on the ballot every four years, or they are appointed by an ex officio like yourself. You have a representative, or right. or the, the the committee gets together and fills vacancies that uh, people that aren't elected aren't appointed, but they vote vacancies within their ranks in something called a caucus. And uh, we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Um, but these central committees are not funded; they are not given money by the state. And actually, they're not given money by the Democratic National Committee either on the federal level. They've got to raise their own funds. And so they've got to go out and do that. And that's what you're helping do uh, coming up uh, June 23rd, correct? That's right. On Sunday, June 23rd, we're doing a brunch. And that brunch is going to be with none other than Christine Pelosi, who is the chair of the California Democrat Democratic Party's Women's Caucus, as well as the DNC Executive Committee woman. Mm -hmm. And if somebody knows what's going on in the state, it's certainly Christine Pelosi. And we will be able to ask her directly questions, and she always has amazing strategies for 
what's going, how we're going to win in 2020, and um, mm-hmm. what our strategy can be. Yeah. So that is that is what this brunch is all about, and it's about what you said, Mark. It's about raising money for the county Democratic Club. Yeah, and and networking, and you know, if the name Pelosi sounds familiar, and you're saying, "Wow, is she related to Nancy Pelosi?" One hundred percent, she is. Yes, she is. She is indeed Nancy's daughter, and Christine will also have her daughter. Mm-hmm. So it's quite the uh, quite the array of people, and certainly she's close to what the thinking is at the national level. And I think everybody wants to know what in the heck is going on. Oh my gosh, there's a lot going on. She's been on MSNBC. She's been on all the major networks. She's she's well known, uh, and she's going to talk about how Democrats will win in 2020. That's correct. Yeah. And she's you know it's very interesting to hear her speak. And every time I hear her, and I think I have my opinions and how I think. And then I listen to her and always learn something new. So I must say, she has uh, information that I often, I often don't have, and that means many people don't have. And it's our, our, our moment to question strategies and kind of brainstorm with her. And that's why I really urge everyone, if they have that time on Sunday morning, to come out and to meet her. She will be right here in Palm Springs. And um, I can give you uh, how you would get your uh, ticket for that. Yeah. And, you know, uh, the thing about this is you know, Christine Pelosi, you know, she's the daughter of Nancy Pelosi. She's an influencer. Uh, you can certainly have discussions with her, maybe get good perspective of what's going on. Uh, there's lots of questions that people will probably have that, uh, you know, she might or may not have, you know, an answer for you at, at that time. But, you know, you're going to meet the, you know, a pretty influential person here. And especially she has in her own right made her own way. Um, she is the, uh, the chair of the uh, Democratic Party Women's Caucus uh, at the DNC. That's the national level. Not mm-hmm. just the state level, the national level. Mm-hmm. So if you, you you know you're inclined for that, you know, and it's going to take place out at uh, Palm Springs. That's correct, and it will be at a private home of Eileen and Marv Stern, and that address will be available once uh, the ticket is perch, uh, purchased. You know, it's interesting, Mark, because when I was at the Democratic National Convention, uh, the Democratic California Convention, I was there the too. The Women's yeah. Democratic Party Caucus in Cal- the California Women's Democratic women's caucus is an amazingly large caucus i mean mm-hmm. there must have been over 600 people in that particular caucus yeah to show you the size of it and uh so i think it's it's very impressive and that means probably 600 different points of view <laughs> <laughs> yeah we are democrats it's not like That's you know right. it's That's hurting right. cats as they say and yeah. and you know everybody has their opinions uh, you know we had kamala harris there we had uh, elizabeth warren there who's mm-hmm. i'm a big fan of elizabeth warren yeah. And, and uh, Amy, uh, I'm trying to think of her last name. Oh, no. Well, uh, you know, and we had um, Tulsi Gabbard and Amy Klobuchar mm. and Kirsten Gillibrand. And those are the women. And, you know, that's a historic moment in time as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that really bears uh, speaking, <clears throat> too, because, you know, we are 52% of the population. Mm-hmm. And it would be great to have some representation at that level. And so I think that that's a... That's our. This is our moment in time for everybody to get a little equity and equality. Yeah, and you know you can get contact like that. I think the uh, just a basic ticket's fifty dollars. That's uh, right. Mm-hmm. So it's fifty dollars. It goes fifty, one hundred, two fifty, and five hundred. And you can get your tickets by going up to um, uh, RiversideCountyDemocrats.org. That's all one word: RiversideCountyDemocrats. Mm-hmm. Period. Dot org. Riverside and County Democrats or Democrat singular. Democrats 
with an S. Okay. RiversideCountyDemocrats.org. Yes. Uh, uh, perfect. And you can get your tickets right there. There's a button there where you can purchase tickets. Or you can go on to Act Blue, too, and that's a little longer, harder one to do. <clears throat> that is true, mm-hmm. and, which is why I suggested that. But um, I will uh, tell you that it is uh, secure.actblue.com slash donate slash 6 hyphen 23. And I'll tell you what I'll do for you folks. I'm not going to take uh, reservations. I'm not going to sell tickets. But I will give you a link and tell you can, how you can find tickets. And uh, it'll be the secure uh, Act Blue link, if you don't mind. And I, I have a nice little text number. It's 475-RSVP. I use it all the time. 475-RSVP. Text uh, Pelosi uh, to 475-RSVP, and I will send you the link to how to buy a ticket. So that's very simple. Well, and, thanks uh, so much, Mark, because this, this means a lot to us here. And, of course, we are, you know, we are the twin sisters. Uh, San Bernardino and Riverside County, and we work together on many, many things together. That's right. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we, we share some camaraderie there. You're working over in Riverside. I'm working over in San Bernardino. And people, you got to get involved in this election. You really do. Uh, this is an important, uh, you know, turnkey, landmark, kind of whatever you want to call it, election for a lot of reasons. <clears throat> a lot of reasons. And in the next part of my program, we're going to talk about those reasons. If you want to stick around, Joy, you can too. Um, but um, you know, we're going to talk about Trump's speech. But getting involved on the grassroots level, which is what this is. The Democratic Central Committee is not a bunch of power mongers or super delegates. They're just average citizens just like you and me and everybody, and, you know, teachers, uh, doctors, um, union members, uh, workers, anybody. Anybody can get involved in the party. Anybody can get involved in the club. Uh, we mentioned there's 23 clubs in Riverside County. Uh, can you name just a few of the clubs so that people might uh, get their ears perked up? And uh, maybe I'll check that one out. Well, we do have Southwest <coughs> Democrats. We have Riverside. We have uh, Democratic Club of Riverside itself. Mm-hmm. We have Temecula Valley Democrats. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, the PATH Democratic Club. Um, we have um, the Democrats of the Desert Club, uh, Stonewall Democrat Club, Desert uh, uh, Desert Democratic Women. We mm-hmm. have. I mean, there are uh, 23 clubs, and they're all listed on that page of RiversideCountyDemocrats.org. Yeah, and you know, the, you can find a club. You can Google. It's real easy. Google's your best friend. Google Riverside Democrats or San Bernardino County Democrats. You'll find it. Uh, once again, the number's 909-475-RSVP if you want the link. Uh, if not, then you can go to RiversideCountyDemocrats.org and find it. We've been talking with Joyce Silver uh, of the Riverside County Democratic Central Committee about this brunch and conversation with Christine Pelosi, the daughter of Nancy Pelosi. It's taking place the day before my birthday, by the way, June, <laughs> June 23rd. It starts at 10.30 to 12.30, just a couple of hours. It's at a private home. You'll have a little bit of meal, a little bit of eating. You'll get to network. You get to meet people. $50. It goes to a good cause. It's not getting pocketed. It's going to raise money for the Riverside County Central Committee for their function. That's right. For when they Thank have you meetings. so much, Mark. You know, this is one of the most important elections of our lifetime here. Yeah. You know, I and pred- so I think everyone who, who wants to stand up for America, this is our moment. Exactly. And there's been no more of a provocative time to do so than, than now. 
And, uh, you know, we've had uh, a lot of races change hands in Orange County, for instance, uh, but by narrow, narrow, narrow margin, margins. I kind of try to remind people, yeah, we picked up seven seats in Orange County. That's wonderful. And people worked really hard, but there were narrow margins. And That's there's right. such a narrow margin down the middle of the United States right now by the great divider called Donald Trump that, you know, there's some people that understand and have good clairvoyance and perspective and clear-eyed about what's going on. And there are other people that are just plain confused because the man looks straight into the camera and bold-faced lies, and lies really, really well. I've never seen it at anybody. But getting back to, uh, you know, this supports, uh, you know, the, the uh, women's causes too. And like you said, this has been a landmark time and era for women to enter politics. And uh, I predict, and uh, see what you think, and just get your thought process on that, we will have a woman on the presidential ticket, whether it's the, the president or the vice president. Don't you think? I do agree with you because the time is now, and that's what we um, that's what we need in this moment in time. Mm. And um, I really do appreciate your seeing it that way, Mark. Uh, but I'm not surprised that we see things similarly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you know, I, I'm I'm so glad that really the country is in the hands of Nancy Pelosi. By the way, <laughs> a lot of it is because you know he's you know the one thing we got going for him is he eats four Big Macs a day. You know, a couple filet of fish and a couple of chocolate shakes. He gets up at, you know, 11 o'clock in the morning and stays up till 3 and nobody's around to work with him. And, you know, that's what he tries to do is work. He's not really getting a lot accomplished. Uh, right. You know, he does a lot of bad things, but, you know, says a lot of bad things. It's good to have an adult there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody just goes, no, no. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of people calling for impeachment. I, you know, I don't want to, if you get into this, this briar patch of the weeds and this thing, you know, uh, and I could go on a lot about that. You know, I, I'm sure that there's lots of great minds thinking about what they're going to do. I know they're trying to be strategic about that. And But you know what? If you come to this fundraiser, you can talk to other people about it and figure out why in the world haven't we, you know, impeached this guy yet. And wh- That's wh- right. And I, I don't, I don't, I am almost positive that that will be among many people's questions for uh, Christine Pelosi when she gets to that brunch, and I'm quite sure she's prepared to talk to us about that. And I think mm-hmm. that this is a really good moment to um, to ask her and to let her know what people are thinking about this as well. Mm-hmm. And how Democrats win is not just by conjecture or pointing and clicking or having an opinion. It's by real work, ladies and That's gentlemen. Right. Inertia. Getting out in there, knocking on doors, dialing, texting, whatever, and helping out with that. And everybody can make a difference in their, not only their local backyard, but I believe California and especially Riverside, San Bernardino County are going to be ground zero uh, for this election. Uh, I agree with you. And uh, the way that Riverside and San Bernardino, the Inland Empire goes, is going to be how the state goes. And, I, you know, I don't remember exactly the amount of electoral votes we have in the Electoral College, um, which is, you know, once the state goes for one candidate or the other in the presidential election, they get all of the electors or the electoral votes in the Electoral College to actually elect the president. And I think it's like 54, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> um, you, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, that's a lot of votes. And so, you know, if the state goes one way or the other because the Inland Empire decides to go, you know, extreme right or extreme left, or uh, I think most people are down the middle, but, you know, that's my opinion. Uh, well, you're very close, Mark. It's 55, and only because I looked it up did I know, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, it is 55. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. So, I mean, so. that's a lot of electoral votes. That's a lot of electoral votes where there's only 270 needed to win. That's right. You know, and, uh, you know, Trump talks about the, the raging economy and how good it's doing. And, and, and then I just point to California. 
And I say, well, it's because of California that's driving your economy, Mr. President, and in New York, too, to some extent, and some of the bigger states. But California especially, I, I, we just got bumped up to the fourth largest economy. Um, you know, and we're run, folks, by Democrats. That's right. This is a Democratic state. And that's why the Republicans are going to come after us, and especially in the Inland Empire. Um, they know <clears throat> that we have 80 assembly members and 40 state senators and only about 13 Republicans and amongst those ranks in the Democratic caucus and the, the legislature. There are no Democrats uh, and constitutional officers from the governor all the way down to insurance commissioner and state, mm -hmm. you know, superintendent of schools and treasurer and secretary of state and controller. And, you know, all those things are all held by Democrats, have been for some time. And this country is rip-roaring doing, I mean, not this country, this state is rip-roaring doing great under Democrats. Yeah. So if we do this with the Democrats on the national level, you know, <clears throat> we'll stay out of your lives. You'll be able to live your life equality. Uh, you know, we're not going to be concerned about who you love and how you love and where you love, uh, as long as you're not hurting anybody. Um, you know, you'll have public schools in place. Uh, you know, you have a clean environment, um, an economy doing pretty well. And the Democrats have a lot of promise that, you know, yesterday at that rally, I don't know, did you listen to it, Joy? Uh, did you? As much as I could. <laughs> yeah. There was no promise. There was no plan. There was nothing but destruction and conjecture and meanness and hatred towards groups. There wasn't anything, you know, there was no plan for a second term. Why should we give you a second term? You say you did all these things, which, by the way, <laughs> I'll refer to the 10,000 uh, entry database of Trump lies <laughs> that actually exists. Yeah, I think that's an amazing thing, you know, and what's interesting is um, he seems to be playing his greatest hits, but they're, they're, they're past hits, and for some reason he thinks he's still running against Hillary Clinton, which I'm not sure why he thinks that. <laughs> oh, we were just scratching our head. He had the crowd chanting, you know, lock her up, and, you know, was running against and talking about the emails. It was like... Did he actually prep at all for this rally, or is this another campaign rally? And he was like rolled up on this, and they said, "Oh yeah, Mr. President, this is where you're going to announce you're going to run for president again." And uh, you know he wasn't prepared. You know, there doesn't seem like there was really any preparation at all, and he just kind of went with his normal, you know, Trump, you know, jargon, and that hasn't been improved upon or changed or anything since 2016. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're right there, but. You know, the difficulty of that is that we, um, uh, the people who he bust in for this particular event mm. um, really are just, you know, the people who follow whatever he says mm -hmm. and will not be the ones who are listening to the 10,000 lies documentation. But I think there are those uh, GOP people who are pretty tired of hearing some of this. You're right. There's a lot of Republicans that I know and work with and interact with that are saying the same thing, that, you know, the Orlando Sentinel, the newspaper in Orlando, Florida, you know, near where they had the uh, rally, the kickoff campaign rally, while he was on the stage, issued this one statement. They said, we will definitely endorse someone for president in 2020, but we guarantee you it will not be Donald Trump. That's a pretty strong debunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, it's really, amazing. you mentioned the people that are at this rally, and, and it was just incredible. Uh, I read the article of the people that were at the rally, and, uh, and I can't pronounce this quite. They have the Q men, uh, the Q boys or something like that, and they, they follow this Quanon guy who claims to be in the Trump administration and knows all and, and, and trumps them daily. Uh, or, or messages them, tweets them daily on what's going on. 
they had some another group called Proud Boys. All these people are are code names for KKK and white nationalists yeah. and, and and I actually did run into the Proud Boys at one point at a rally in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and I had never even heard of them before that until I actually saw them, and they really do remind me of um, our idea of what Hitler used was back in those days, but what it looks like now. Mm-hmm. And um, it's quite frightening to see that um, this whole entity exists and that this is what's getting support from our um, our own, uh, the head of our own government. I mean, that's a very, yeah. that's a very, we, we must change this. And again, and I'm, I, I do want to say that's why we're having this fundraiser, because mm-hmm. we want to be sure away. that that's candidates right. that are fighting against this actually have the fight and chance to do this. Yeah, and we've got to win by a large margin, not just a small margin, like Nancy Pelosi says, yeah. by a large margin. These uh, Proud Boys and Q-Men or whatever they are, um, they endorse violence and intimidation, and they are being employed by Trump for one reason and one reason only. And I do believe that he's paying them. There was a lot yeah. of people that were paid and bust in there um, yeah. uh, yesterday. I, I think that <clears throat> they are going to be a threat to our electoral and our democracy if we don't win by a large margin, and that means you get involved. And the best way to do that is to help support. Even if you can't attend this event, here's a, here's a rocket science kind of idea. Even if you can't attend this event, I tell you what, text me at 475-7787. I'll give you that link to the Act Blue site. Make a donation. You don't have to attend the event. Or send a friend. Um, well, thank you so much, Mark, for having me today and for giving uh, and for having this conversation with me. It's been yeah, my pleasure. totally fabulous. And um, anybody who's coming to that event on Sunday that's out there, I will be happy to say hi. Riverside Democrats. RiversideDemocrats.org. We've been talking with Joyce Silver about the Christine uh, Pelosi Brunson conversation happening June 23rd, which uh, is that? Uh, um, that's on Sunday. That's on Sunday. June 23rd is on Sunday. I should know that. 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at a private home. They'll get you tickets. They'll get you the location. Go over there and join it and support the Riverside Democratic Central Committee. Thank you, Joy, for being on our show. And thank you so much, Mark. <laughs> thank you. KCA, 1050 a.m., 106.5 FM, and 102.3 FM, your NBC radio station. We'll be back with more of Politics on the Mark right after this. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292FQ Riverside, and K293CF Moreno Valley. NBC News Radio, I'm Tom Roberts. The Trump administration is imposing additional sanctions on Iran, something the president says is crippling Iran's economy. Trump stressed today that Iran can never have a nuclear weapon in its possession. We will continue to increase pressure on Tehran until the regime abandons its dangerous activities and aspirations, including the pursuit of nuclear weapons. Democratic presidential hopeful Bernie Sanders is rolling out a plan to wipe out student loan debt. The Vermont senator said an entire generation of young Americans should not suffer from a lifetime of debt for seeking an education. The man char- With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Charged in the weekend accident that killed seven motorcyclists is being turned over to New Hampshire authorities. 23-year-old Vladimir Zukovsky appeared in a Massachusetts court today after being arrested at his West Springfield home. Stocks are flat as investors look ahead to upcoming trade talks between the U.S. and China. The Dow Jones Industrial Average gained eight points today. Tom Roberts, NBC News Radio. From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm Rich Summers. Should see a gradual clearing this afternoon. Light winds at times, high today of 89. Patchy fog overnight, otherwise increasing clouds with an overnight low of 61. Gusty winds up to 20 miles per hour. Tomorrow, patchy fog in the morning, otherwise mostly sunny with a high near 86. Wind gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. I'm Rich Summers, broadcasting live from the Tri-City Center at the 10 and 210 freeways. We are the trifecta of talk in Southern California. KCAA, 102.3 FM Riverside, 106. 0.5 FM Redlands and the Legacy 1050 AM Loma Linda San Bernardino. Hey folks, I'm Ken Coleman. Let me ask you a question. Do you dread going into work on Mondays? You're not alone. Life is way too short to walk through the week like a zombie. We all want to live a life of meaning, and I'm here to help. Dreaming, you can see it, you can taste it, and you're frustrated. I guess it's really a big fear of the failure in getting that job. This is simple, dude. One of America's premier experts on career, on getting a job, on finding your passion. I intend to start my own business, and I'm just looking for someone to tell me that I'm not crazy. Oh, on the surface, Donna, that makes me excited, not concerned. You're living for the weekend right now? Yeah. We gotta fix that. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's the Ken Coleman Show every weekday starting at 10 a.m. beginning July 1st right here on KCAA. Find out what you're good at because the world needs you to do it. Somebody out there needs you to be you. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Do you know where you are? Well, you've done it now. You're listening to KCAA Loma Linda, your CNBC news station. So, Expect the unexpected. KCAA, 1050 AM, 106.5, 102.3 FM, the trifecta of talk. I'm Mark Westwood on the radio with you, and we're here to talk about politics on the mark. Uh, we just finished up uh, talking to a lovely lady named Joy Silver. Joy is from the Riverside Democratic Central Committee, and they're doing a fundraiser out there. Uh, they're going to be meeting with Christine Pelosi on uh, June 23rd, this coming up uh, Sunday. 
out in Palm Springs from 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Uh, of course, the Central Committee is, uh, you know, a bunch of people elected off the ballot to just normal, ordinary citizens like you that are politically active, that want to make a difference, that uh, care about who's elected. <clears throat> These are Democrats. The Riverside Central Committee has a, uh, a Republican counterpart. I don't know exactly what they call it. It's, you know, and, and I'm active in San Bernardino County the same way. And so, you know, $50 gets you into talk to with Christine Pelosi. Christine is the daughter of, yes, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. So that's a, a big influencer. So let's talk about politics again. We're back the second half here. And uh, we're going to talk about some meat and potatoes, folks. Uh, it happened yesterday. The President of the United States decided a little, uh, little early. I think he's a little bit worried about his polls, his firing people. Uh, he's lagging behind uh, 12 points uh, behind Joe Biden and uh, anywhere from six to seven to five points, depending on who you're, uh, what other the other 23 Democrats he's running against uh, as the president of the United States. And he's the incumbent. So he's got a serious problem. So he decided to launch real quickly. And he launched uh, what he's been doing since the inauguration uh, in you know 2017 to January. Um, he held a campaign rally. His campaign rallies are kind of like uh, WWE meets politics. The worldwide wrestling entertainment industry meets politics. And, uh, you know, he walks away from the podium. He marches around like, you know, he's one of the big wrestling uh, uh, guys. I'm trying to think of his name now, Ed something or other. The big wrestling uh, mogul. Do you remember who the big wrestling mogul was, Nick? Yeah, see, now you're talking my uh, my <laughs> stuff. Uh, that's uh, Vince McMahon you're talking about. Vince McMahon, yeah. that's right. You know, and, and I remember, you know, Trump was on WWE and had the folding chair and he sure hit was. people over the head. And he's in the WWE <laughs> Hall of Fame. Yeah, the president is in the WDO. And, you know, the worldwide, you know, worldwide wrestling entertainment is to martial arts and fighting and everything. Kind of kind of like, uh, well, you know, kind of like uh, doctors are to general hospital and medicine. You know, they play one on TV, but it's not really real. So it's kind of all an act. It's all kind of fun. It's kind of entertaining. I've watched uh, Vince McMahon and uh, Randy Cena and, and all those great wrestling people. I'm kind of a wrestling fan, too. I was just having a, a senior moment. I'm turning 55 uh, this weekend. And, uh, you know, it's, I don't know. Maybe I'm losing a little bit. Anyway, I'm not losing it enough not to watch this Trump thing and go, oh, my gosh. So, first of all, we're going to give you a little snippet of uh, you're going to listen to it and you're going to say, Am I listening to Trump in 2015? Did he just rewind the clock? Nope. Yesterday, less than 24 hours ago, ladies and gentlemen, here it is. You remember during one of the debates when crooked Hillary said, if I win, are you going to support me? But I must be honest, I didn't give her a great answer. That was a very, that might have been my hardest question during the debates. Isn't it amazing that it worked the other way around, right? Isn't it amazing? If you want to know how the system is rigged, just compare how they came after us for three years with everything they have versus the free pass they gave to Hillary and her aides after they set up an illegal server, destroyed evidence, deleted and acid-washed 33,000 emails, exposed classified information, and turned the State Department into a pay-for-play cash machine.
right, that's enough. That's enough. Uh, and it goes on and on and on, and he's got him chanting, lock her up and lock her up. And we're like, Hillary Clinton's not running for president, uh, guy. <laughs> number one. <clears throat> and number two, number two, all of those allegations that he's talking about, the 33,000 emails, all this kind of stuff was all trumped up, if you don't mind me, pardon the pun. Trumped up kind of stuff, you know. It was stuff in her emails that they deleted about pizza coupons and things like that. And they got most of her emails in the first place. They made a big deal about nothing on a private server. And guess what Trump has? Guess what, uh, you know, uh, the, the attorney general had? And, and uh, you know, Jeff Sessions and all of them had private email servers. Doesn't Jared Kushner have one, too? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Didn't he get in trouble for that not too yeah, long ago? Yeah. yeah, and remember the little thing about a week ago, you might have caught one of Trump's uh, tweets where he's talking about, oh, yeah, why are we paying to go to the moon again? We've already been to the moon. We should just go to Mars. You know, the moon is part of Mars, and everybody's like, Mr. Science, Mr. President, you can't be that stupid. You can't be that stupid. Well, my opinion is that he left his cell phone laying in there, probably with the launch codes in it, too, and somebody catfished him from his own office. <laughs> and and there you go. They Trump they they put that out. I I don't know. I I I expect anything and everything from Trump. I mean, this is the guy who invented his own word. Remember Kofefe? Kofefe, yeah. yeah. We, we still don't know what that is. I have no idea. It was he was on some kind of pain medication or something, or maybe he had just finished and made a sound after eating four Big Macs, two fillet of fish, and a, a couple of chocolate shakes. Yeah, like maybe he, does he every was day. belching via tweet. <laughs> Okay, well, let's go uh, talk about the meat and potatoes. Besides insulting him a little bit, uh, which is so fun to do because he makes it so easy. You know, the Trump rally took place in Florida, at Orlando, Florida. And right away, the Orlando Sentinel says, we're going to endorse somebody for president, but we're not endorsing Trump. That was a big statement. They had about uh, 20,000 people in this stadium. They claimed it was bigger, and there's lanes out, lines out in front. And, you know, he has a website called Rear, it's hard to say, RealClearPolitics.com. Real Clear Politics. There's a really right-leaning establishment, and they've got people up there that are producing, you know, recording the stuff, and they're, you know, but they're not real professionals. They're not NBC. They're not CBS quality, and so they tend to make some mistakes. And the cameras kind of panned up and panned around, and they caught a lot of empty seats, and they quickly go away. And then at one point, they panned up to the upper deck, and the upper deck was ready for this, folks. Completely, utterly, completely empty. Twenty thousand seat arena, you can you can get that that maybe six to eight thousand people off the top of that, you know it's all hype, it's all lies, it is all lies, and the Washington Post was talking about you know debunking him and check facting, you know check fact checking, and they do that fact checking, and they said well it's really easy to do, we just refer to our database of ten thousand lies that we've put into a database, ten thousand lies made by the President of the United States. And we still haven't impeached him. And we still haven't impeached him. But you know, <clears throat> what he did was, you know, he attacked Hillary and attacked Hillary again. He attacked President Obama. You know, um, he referred to them and he demonized the Democratic Party. He called them the angry left wing mob. You know, and uh, you know, he just go went on and on and on about you know his improbable run for this uh, this office. You know, he is at a forty three percent approval rating 43 percent he's never made it past 50 we complained back in the day or we didn't complain or we we marked i should say when bush was around 80 <clears throat> we thought 80 percent approval rating that was pretty low and then it went down further but um that was during a war that was you know right after the you know some mishandling of you know a hurricane <clears throat> here we have trump he hasn't made it to 50 percent his whole entire whole entire election 43 percent 
And, you know, there was a, a, a room full of Republicans that they were monitoring, and they, they did that poll, and they, they asked the Republicans, they said, and this is just astonishing, they said, okay, everybody in the room, and there were Democrats and Republicans there, I should say, everybody in the room, raise your hand if you think that Trump tells the truth. And no, it was like crickets, crickets, no hands. Raise your hand if you think he lies. And, you know, everybody rose their hand. Then they asked the Republicans, and they asked the Democrats, and, of course, the Democrats were upset about it. But the Republicans, they just didn't care. They didn't care. They just wanted to keep the power base. <coughs> and it's an interesting group he assembled. Uh, we talked about that earlier, about the, uh, the racists, the nationalists, under these little cute little names, and, you know, angry white guys in their 30s. Uh, they called it the, the goatee rodeo. <laughs> Everybody there had a goatee, wore you know tan cargo shorts, some sort of a MAGA uh, uh, shirt and a MAGA hat, and were running around flipping off and showing uh, white nationalist uh, hand signs and symbols, and uh, you know generally it was just a hate-filled, hate-mongered uh, rally. I mean, there was no nothing positive. There was no like we're gonna get more clean energy and more jobs and. Or, you know, we're going to better educate your kids. Or we're going to make sure that your elderly are taken care of. Or how about, you know, the homeless or any of those kinds of things? None of that talked about. Serious questions we're all dealing with. Homeless costs us money every day. The economy in California is roaring. That's because of the Democrats. The economy in New York is roaring. The rest of the country, the economy is tanking. But those two super states are helping the economy grow a little bit, which is good. Not growing by a lot. There's not a lot of jobs being off, you know, offered, those kinds of things. But he talks about this growing economy, the tax cuts. His tax cuts were not a tax cut for you and I. They were a 20% tax cut for, mm, you know, big corporations, you know, big companies. Uh, but, you know, for you and I, everybody's been complaining and did the last time around. We paid more taxes. So what's he talking about? He talks about, you know, keeping America great. That's the new uh, uh, slogan. It's no longer make America great again. It's keep America great or CAG. <coughs> kind of sounds like gag. CAG. <laughs> but, uh, you know, keeping America great. You know, uh, he sold $139 billion worth of smart bombs last week, bypassed Congress, declared an emergency to Saudi Arabia. How is that keeping us great when nine of the 13 terrorists that blew up the Trade Center on 9-11 were from Saudi Arabia? How does that make us safer? How does that stabilize the, uh, the world in the Middle East between uh, you know, Saudi Arabia, Israel, Iraq, and Iran? It doesn't. It doesn't do that at all. Uh, you know, and yet he is, just keeps going on and on and on and on. And, of course, uh, <clears throat> he's got a lot to fight. He's got 23 candidates, Democratic candidates, running against him right now. Yeah, they're running for the nomination of the Democratic primary, but... Every one of those people are out talking about Trump, debunking what he says, fact-checking what he says, talking about the things that I'm talking about today and will continue to talk about for the next 15 minutes. Um, and, and they have more time to do it. And so he's getting a little worried. In fact, I, I'm going to do this little plug right here. On the 26th and 27th on NBC Radio, on NBC and on NSNBC, now we're going to re-air the debates at 9 o'clock that night. But uh, we are uh, also going to be carrying them. Um, they're going to have all these candidates in two nights, on the 26th and the 27th, coming up. Uh, and uh, it, they're going to debate each other. It's going to be a forum uh, about the issues. And we're going to meet everybody. Now, I had the privilege and honor of going up to San Francisco 
uh, to the Democratic Convention just two weeks ago. And I got to see in, pa in person, you know, firsthand, Cory Booker, you know, Elizabeth Warren, very extremely sharp lady, very smart lady, got a lot of great answers. She's surging in the polls. I saw Bernie Sanders. Uh, you know, I, I saw you know, the only one that wasn't there was Joe Biden. Now, Joe's barely campaigning. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. By the way, and he's 12 points ahead. He didn't go to the Democratic convention. He's, he's not going to a lot of places. You know, he's campaigning in certain areas, uh, but, you know, he's choosing and picking it wisely. And uh, uh, he's the one, the, the leader ahead of everybody, it seems, right now. But, you know, Beto O'Rourke, Pete, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, who raised $7 million and then turned around and raised another $7 million in the last quarter. Uh, you know, he's really surging up and doing well, and everybody likes him. Uh, you know, Amy Bowler, uh, there's just a whole host of candidates there I got to meet and greet. And let me tell you, uh, it was just an interesting time, and, and I learned a lot, and I, I couldn't be more proud to be a Democrat. And it's particularly in the face of, of Trump, uh, you know, uh, who is just, a, you know, unarticulated, doesn't have any clear vision, but wants a second term, and is even hinting that he wants a third or a fourth term. But our Constitution only says two terms, right, Nick? It's true, and uh, that, that scares me, I'll be honest. You know, I've always been under the, the belief that the engineer running the train during the first campaign was Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon's not there now. So he doesn't, have, he doesn't have his architect. He doesn't have the guy to tell him, hey, push this, push that, bring up these points, bring up those points. So what is he doing now? You saw it last night. He's flailing about. He's bringing up the same stuff because yeah. he doesn't have anybody to, 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 to say, hey, you should bring this up. Hey, right. you should brag about this. That was Steve Bannon. He doesn't have him now. Yeah, exactly. I think we're in agreement about that. But you know what? I talked to my Republican brother, and he's the same way. He's like, this guy has no answers. This guy has – he's not giving us any new stuff because he doesn't listen to anybody. He doesn't read. He's not informed. He's shooting from the hip. He's about as informed as the guy that's running the local fish and tackle store down in Pachuchipi, you know, whatever it is, Kentucky – who has an opinion about something and says that, oh, yeah, that's because, of, that's because of this, this, and this. And that was 10 years ago, and, you know, he hasn't been updated. You know, there was a torrent of attacks, falsehoods, exaggerations, resentments. Uh, trademark of his first campaign. He's been campaigning since day one of his, his last election. He can put together a rally that sounds pretty good. He can look you right in the face and tell you a lie. Uh, and tell you a lie. He talked about the Mueller report and 500 witnesses. There weren't 500 witnesses. But even so, the witnesses they had, the overwhelming majority, the supermajority, I, I would guess over 90% testified and gave testimony that indicted him and made him guilty in the Mueller report. It, there was collusion. The Mueller report does indicate there was collusion. He keeps saying that no collusion happened based on a guy he hired named Barr as an attorney general who is supposed to be nonpartisan but literally lied to the American public, and then he keeps repeating what Barr said when it's not true. What does it say at the end of the, of the Mueller report? Bob Mueller said this. Even the redacted Barr version of this said this. This does not 
exonerate him. Mm-hmm. We have heard that multiple times. But what is Trump saying? Oh, I'm exonerated. I'm cleared. Mm-hmm. No, you're you're not. And even if you were cleared of, of Russian collusion, let's say that didn't happen. There are still plenty of examples of you committing obstruction of justice, and that's a crime too. Right, and exactly what it was. There has been over and over and over again instances of obstruction. There's a guy named McGahn. If you don't know this name, you're going to learn this name. And he was an advisor and in the Trump administration in the attorney general's office who <clears throat> was the one <clears throat> that would determine whether Mueller would be fired or not. And, uh, you know, Jeff Sessions put him in charge of this to try to insulate himself. Jeff Sessions, who's the attorney general at the time, didn't want anything to do with this. And, you know, Trump would order McGahn, and it says this in the Mueller report, would order McGahn to fire Mueller. And McGahn wouldn't do it. And there were people in his, in his own administration, which has turned over and turned over, whether it's been Mike Flynn or Jeff Sessions or now Sarah Huckabee Sanders, or the list just goes on and on and on, who have quit and moved on <clears throat> because they can't take it. Sarah, ha- Sarah Huckabee Sanders didn't have a press conference in 90 days, and I can tell you why. It's just this simple. Folks, when you got your boss tweeting at 3 o'clock in the morning, you're hitting the bank account, you know, whatever, when you got your boss tweeting at 3 o'clock in the morning, and you get up in the morning at 7 a.m. and you're hit by something you had no idea was going to hit you. And now you've got to hit the ground running and be in the, in, the, in, the, in the press office by, you know, in two hours with a report or say something. And, you know, and then she would try to, you know, debunk it or, you know, smooth it over. And she'd just get it like to maybe to the point where, you know, it was not on fire. The roof wasn't on fire anymore. And he'd come around and change his position or change what he said. Or just totally undermine what she just did. And so she just stopped having press conferences. Why should you have press conferences when your boss is tweeting at 3 a.m. in the morning? You don't need a press conference. You got the guy just doing it himself. Um, you know, he is a media hungry, uh, I hate to say it, media whore. Never in their lives did the press conference, the press corps that flies on Air Force One had to like say to the president, why don't you just go away? We're tired. We want to go to sleep. <laughs> and that's what they do. That's what they, and it's so many words, you know, they kind of relieve each other and spell each other because the president is this, you know, kind of megalomaniac guy that's up all hours of the night. And <clears throat> when they have to go to work, he just lays down and goes to sleep because he's commander in chief. The one blessing we've had is that he's not very productive. He's not very productive because he eats wrong. He sleeps poorly. You know, he, he sleeps uh, in the middle of the day and gets up in the middle of the night. He drinks like 12 Diet Cokes. Uh, all those bad things that maybe you're doing too. <laughs> but, you know, not a good thing. But <clears throat> the worst thing is the lies. The worst thing is the lies. Uh, you know, Mr. Trump says he's been tougher than any other president on Russia. Well, that's not quite so. Uh, you know, Russia, for example, uh, you know, Trump administration imposed sanctions and ordered a missile attack on Syria despite, uh, you know, Moscow's opposition, proved arms sales to Ukraine. Uh, but then again, turned around, you know, has just like been slow to react to Russian interference in our elections at all. Not at all. It's been proven. Everybody acknowledges. Even Russia acknowledges it. Russia interfered in our elections. They broke into the Democratic National Committee emails that they shouldn't have been in. Um, you know, they were on Facebook influencing people in the emails and Facebook posts. They were actively trying to defeat Hillary Clinton in favor of Donald Trump. That's interference in our election. Did Donald Trump know about it? He claims he didn't. But his son was actively involved with it and can be put on a date, place, time, right to the point 
of you know with you know these people from Russia and accepting information. And rather, he should have reported that directly and immediately to the FBI. He didn't do that. The Mueller report says it over and over again in 400 pages, even in the redacted parts. Who knows what's in that redacted stuff? That's kind of interesting. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, the, the lies that he talks about, you know, um, it, it just goes on and on and on. He's downplayed Russia's interference in the elections. And, you know, it, it would be laughable uh, if it were not so dangerous. It would be laughable. That it, if it was not so dangerous, uh, you know, and it goes on and on and on. He talks about the wall. Did you hear? I don't know if you listened yesterday or you heard parts about it. Where he says, "We are building that wall," and you know, gosh darn it, we've already built 400 miles of the wall. Well, that's wrong. Yeah, where where is it? <clears throat> well, first of all, some parts have been repaired and replaced, and you know, there's a lot of wall already there, folks. Whether you realize it or not, even since 2015, say build a wall. There's already a wall there. Some places there's two and three walls. But the you know 400 miles he's talking about, we're not what Bannon put down in there uh, you know on Easter Sunday. This this you know two or three miles. These are you know already funded by the Democrats and the Republicans and was already there on the current stuff that's already there. So he's taking credit. You know, gosh darn it. Let's see. I invented the airplane. What's he? Is that what's going to say next? Nobody. Sure. Uh, nobody flies a better airplane than Donald Trump or invents a better airplane. I mean, he's already <coughs> took. He's already taken credit for part of the wall that's already there. He's taken credit for the uh, for the economy. It's all him. Never mind the fact that the economy was actually getting better under uh, the the latter years of Obama. Forget mm -hmm. that. It was all him. So yeah, he might as well. He's on brand. All right. And and then really the really 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 interesting part is that. What he doesn't want to tell people and what he doesn't want to admit and what Republicans don't want to admit is the economy is doing so well because of the state. We all have our butts in right now, California. It's true. <laughs> it's just all there is to it. It's undeniable success when you go from the, the sixth to the fifth to the fourth largest economy uh, when taxes haven't increased that much. Uh, you know, and and it's almost user-based taxes, um, and it, it, you know, uh, you know, we're safer. The air is cleaner. Uh, it's a better place to live. Uh, yeah, the cost is expensive. It's expensive to live in California. It's because it sure of the weather. Is. It's because the real estate is doing really well. I call it the sunshine tax. Yeah, the sunshine tax, and you know, so California is doing very, very well. It's a good place to live in, and we fuel the economy. Um, you know, Trump fails to mention any of that. He fails to mention things, too. Uh, this is an interesting little factoid. You know, he has, I mentioned, he's been campaigning since, you know, day one of his presidency. And when he goes out on an official campaign visit, when he goes out on an official campaign visit, you know, that's what, the United, you know, the, the taxpayers pay for. When he takes, you know, 10 children and family members to go see the queen for some reason or other, and we paid for all that and the protection of all that. You know, and he keeps his son up in New York and his wife down here, and he goes down to Mar-a-Lago, and nobody's living in the White House. We still have to protect the White House. We pay for all that. <clears throat> That's called police protection. And so when he's on a campaign visit, like the campaign visit to Orlando, Florida, the police department in Orlando, Florida has to provide protection. <clears throat> it's not just the Secret Service, the police department. So men on overtime, you know, blocking off intersections, making sure things are safe, clearing neighborhoods. There's days and days of work come in when any president visits an area. He's run up a bill, $850,000 worth of police protection to various cities around the United States. His campaign has, and they've left the cities holding the bag. Hmm. I'm not shocked. <clears throat> it's not shocking, but it's true. It is very, very true. So, you know, things are happening. The uh, 2020 election, whether we like it or not, is off to a, a, a start. 
uh, everybody's declared, everybody's running. Usually that really doesn't happen until about February in normal times. This is not normal times in any way, shape, or form. So get out there. Get involved. San Bernardino County Democrats, uh, dot org. San Bernardino County Democrats dot org. In Riverside, it's RiversideCountyDemocrats.org. They have an event coming up, a fundraiser, June 23rd in Palm Springs. Palm Springs is part of Riverside County. 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. You can meet the daughter of the Speaker of the Congress of the United States. Her name is Christine Pelosi. And she'll be talking about democratic strategies. Uh, and it's just for a very little cost. It helps raise money, $50. And that's a good thing. Uh, you know, we never heard Trump at all. Did, did we hear? Did we hear a little bit? We heard a little bit of Trump. That's right. Yeah, we, we heard. We, a, we heard that, that, that exactly. Talking about Hillary. Right and yeah. if you were tuning in while that was playing, no, that wasn't from 2015. That was actually from last night. Exactly. It was actually from last night. Uh, you know, whatever you hear from Trump is false, by the way. Just consider it false. How do you know that Trump is lying? His lips are moving. It's old uh, standard, but it's the truth. It is the truth in this particular case. And it's so easily to debunk because he doesn't have any new material. You know, wouldn't it be refreshing if he got out there and provided a solution to health care? How to fund healthcare without, you know, bankrupting the country, bringing down the cost of medical, uh, bringing the cost in and, and, and pharmaceutical. Wouldn't that be nice? Or transportation, or you know, public education, or you know, improving the infrastructure. A any of these great things. So he talks about how great he does at all of it, and mm -hmm. and he takes credit for other people's work, but he hasn't really done anything. You know, one thing that he actually did say on the campaign trail during the 2016 election that I was actually really hoping he would get done, and he hasn't. Uh, has been improving the infrastructure. Um, I think that's needed. I yeah, think that's needed, you know, big time. Not just here, but you know, just you know, nationwide. Damage roads, bridges mm -hmm. falling, the whole nine and yards. And he said that was going to be a big focus for him. Absolutely. And I was like, okay, cool, and nothing. So here we are, Trump 2020. It's off to a, a, a running start. He's going to be campaigning all over the place. He's going to be lying all over the place. Uh, you know. And, and then we get the, the 23 candidates uh, in the next two days, on the 26th and the 27th on NBC, MSBC, and right here at 9 o'clock on NBC Radio. Uh, we're going to be airing that stuff. And uh, we're going to be happy to bring it to you. And uh, we look forward to talking to you next week. I'm Mark Westwood for Politics on the Mark on KCA 1050 AM, 106.3 FM, and 102. 3FM. And now back to you, Nick. Take it away. Hey folks, I'm Ken Coleman. Let me ask you a question. Do you dread going into work on Mondays? You're not alone. Life is way too short to walk through the week like a zombie. We all want to live a life of meaning. And I'm here to help dreaming you can see it you can taste it and you're frustrated i guess it's really a big fear of the failure and getting that job this is simple dude one of america's premier experts on career on getting a job on finding your passion i intend to start my own business and i'm just looking for someone to tell me that i'm not crazy oh on the surface donna that makes me excited not concerned you're living for the weekend right now yeah we gotta fix that <laughs> yeah we do it's the Ken Coleman Show every weekday starting at 10 a.m. beginning July 1st right here on KCAA. Find out what you're good at because the world needs you to do it. Somebody out there needs you to be you. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 a.m., 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. I'm 
Jessica Edinger. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.